Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, when we want to find out what's going on in baseball, in the in, in the real world of baseball, among the fandom, uh, in the parks, everything else, we turn to part of our family, Courtney Finnecombe. What's going on, Courtney? How are you? Always a pleasure, Rob. How are you doing? Oh, my goodness. Such good things happening for Courtney. Such good things. We're so happy. Uh, Put the good word out, Rob. Put the good but, word out. But, but more importantly, more importantly, we're talking about the here and the now. And so... Um, I think this is going to be a thing that we do going forward because I think people we're coming upon the time where it's getting a little warmer. Vacations are going to start happening. Ballparks are going to be visited. So we want to do, we want to present a service to all those people. And Courtney's the perfect person. You've only not gone to three parks now, correct? Three parks to go. And I plan on God willing, and you know me, Rob, I hit the ground running pretty good. Mm-hmm. I hope to finish it all this year. So three more to go. And that that would be City Field, uh, Petco, or whatever it's called. Yeah, is it called still called Petco? San Diego and yeah. and, and uh, Truist Field in, uh, in Atlanta, which, by the way, I am going to next week. Um, oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's one of the subtle things about that place is, from what I understand, the game started at 730 because there's no parking it's like all business parking right and so you have to clear out the business people that's stupid, correct stupid business people uh all right but the, but the, today 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 we're gonna uh, do two things um number one i'm gonna get your review of the place that you were last night bush stadium in st louis and also uh i want to get your you ready with your top five parks i'm ready I'm all right ready. which which do you want to do first do you want to do the review or do you want to do the top five parks do the Bush Stadium review because I got to tell you, 
I forgot how great that place is. It's fantastic. Um, let's do the Bush Stadium review. Everyone has to know how great St. Louis is. Let's go. Okay. So, Courtney, I'll start this off. So, I'm looking at the rankings. This this is uh, rankings are rankings. Um, but Sports Illustrated did a rankings at the end of March of the parks. So I'm going to give you – I'll kick off the conversation by just saying they rank Bush Stadium at number 11. Now, okay. Okay, so now they did rank your uh, your home ballpark in Chicago, not Wrigley Field, the other one. Um, <laughs> uh, Shame on you, Rob. Shame on you. They ranked them 21st. So uh, so I want to give you sort of some sort of um, some idea where they're coming from before you yeah. totally buy in and, and become symbiotic with the Sports Illustrated rankings. So, but but anyway, they rank them on number 11. Uh, I will, let's start here. What is the, if you have to say, this is, if you're going to tell people, this is why you should go to this park. Tell me why. The view from looking out at home plates is incredible. It's, you know, people talk about PNC in Pittsburgh, which is phenomenal. That's in my top five. But the view at Bush Stadium is fantastic. You've got the arch. You have a bunch of new buildings. It looks, honestly, it feels like you're not even in St. Louis. Feels like you're in a just a bigger city. And honestly, I just continue to tip my cap to the Cardinal fans, the fan experience, the fans that support that team. And let's be honest, St. Louis is up to a terrible start. Awful. I can can relate. (laughs) (laughs) And last night they had 42,000 people there. Wow. 42,000 people. Wednesday, school is still in session. 42,000 people. Wow. Now, Otani was pitching, so we'll give him that. Still 42,000 people. So that is a team that they get support from their fans. The crowd is into every pitch and the stadium's gorgeous. It's clean. Concessions are good. You just, it's from top to bottom. Very impressive. So I've only, I've been there a few times. Obviously I went there for the world series, but I was also there. What was striking to me was when I was there at the all-star game, Courtney. Now this goes back to when it was actually meant something in terms of winning the game. If you won the game, you got home field advantage. So it was stupidest rule, but it was a rule. So it was a rule. It, it was a rule. <laughs> Stupid rules. <laughs> um, uh, in the words of uh, Pearl Jam, uh, the rules, uh, I know all the rules, but the rules don't know me. Um, so anyway, I just wanted to make it seem like I know about music, Courtney. You did. I just wanted to drop a Pearl Jam. So it's <laughs> my good, my good friend Pearl Jam said, um, exactly. but, <laughs> but, but I remember that it came down to the wire. It, the in, the Cardinals were good. This was going to be a thing where you know if you win, you get home field advantage. And then the National League, I think, lost. And and but it was such the oh, that's okay. The great game of baseball, isn't it? Great to be here. I've never been in a park in a crowd that felt more like that than St. Louis, right? That is a quintessential baseball crowd. And it's, it's an incredible thing because, and the fan experience, bringing back the fan experience, when you're walking in, they've done an incredible job with that whole area. Again, you don't even feel like you're in St. Louis. There's high quality bars and restaurants around to get in. I mean, you can have fun before the game, after the game, during the game. 
it's just an incredibly impressive experience. And I give the Cardinals a tip of the cap. I mean, you know, I've been to a lot of them, Rob. And yeah. this is no doubt top 10. This is so when you, you talked about the view from center field, which it seems like a small thing, but it does. We have to have these things that define sort of the experience of what's ingrained in our head. I'll give you one that went the other way uh, with the Nationals Park where you had this great view of the Capitol building and all of a sudden now there's a hotel blocking or multiple hotels, right? Yep, that's correct. And I'll I'll unfortunately give you another one. My park, my home park, Sox Park, you realize that if we switched it diagonally, it would be facing the incredible Chicago skyline. Yeah. And Jerry Reinsdorf blew that, but we can get that's a whole other subject for a whole other time. <laughs> now you just get a, a scoreboard and a bunch of shrubbery. Um, pretty, pretty much. That's all we got now. <laughs> so so you talked about the enjoying uh the before, during, and after. So take me through the this is this is called the Margarita in a helmet section uh of the podcast. So tell me what what did you get? What was your what did you do? What was what were what were the things? What was the Courtney experience? The Courtney experience. So of course I had to hit a bar beforehand, get my flight of beer. There's a brewery right next to Bush Stadium. Can't go wrong. Um, so I did that, got my beer flight, walked over to the park. Again, you know my rule, Rob. Gotta get in early, give myself at least an hour, any ballpark I'm in. And luckily last night I actually had club level seats, which was lovely. So it's called like the Redbird Club, really nice right behind home. Mm. So I walked in and I went to work. I there's an entire bar filled with not just mos- different kind of Moscow mules, but different margaritas. So I'm like this is my wheelhouse, Rob. This is right where I need to be. <laughs> I like how you say you went to you went to work. It's all for the all for the great game of baseball. All for this podcast too, Rob. I had you in mind while I was doing this. So was there? There's always something unique, um, and not not you might not have necessarily gotten it. You know, we talked about the margarita and the helmet in Texas. You know, I know in Pittsburgh, I think they have the Fruit Loops on the hot dog. You know, so it, did you come across anything sort of St. Louis unique? Yeah. So in the club level, they had some toasted ravioli, which is you know a St. Louis food staple. I personally didn't get that. I, of course, settle for the brisket nachos because that's what I do. But, <laughs> but one thing that really stood out to me as someone that does enjoy the you know drinking aspect of the wonderful game of baseball, I was very impressed by the Moscow Mule Bar. They actually came because I'm not sure if you ever had a Moscow Mule, but they have those metal cups. Mm-hmm. They actually provided those. Really? They certainly did. Certainly did. And so what do you do with the metal after the fact? You know what? That's a good question, Rob. I wish I would have known that. <laughs> I, it looked like it was almost like a disposable, because you can do that now. You can paint a disposable metal cup, copper. Oh, That's man. man, science science, and baseball never never fails to, to surprise us and delight us. Exactly. And so- and, and delight us. That's the key. But <laughs> who knew there were so many different variations of the Moscow Mule? Well done, St. Louis. Well e- done. Excellent job. All right. So um, do did people, by the time the game, it was a nice night, a good weather uh, night? Yeah, it was 70 degrees um, all day. So, I mean, May in the Midwest will take it, early May. 
Um, you know, it got a little chilly in the evening, but very pleasant. Very, very pleasant. Okay. So, and it was a quick game or not quick game? Pretty quick game. I mean, uh, Angels came back and won in the ninth, unfortunately, for the lovely Cardinal fans. But fairly quick game. They do this really cool thing for their closer, Helsley. I'm sure you know who that is. They play Hell's Bells for him. They flash the red neon lights. Very, very cool kind of experience. Um, and yeah, quick game, probably about two and a half hours in and out. So no. that leads me before I get to the sort of where, where did, if you felt like people just went home or they like mingled about and now it's, it's I understand it's a weeknight, but yeah. you brought up something about the lights. So we are seeing this more and more, these led lights, yeah. uh, Fenway park has them, um, you know, and, and this it, it, it's, it's a, maybe it's an entire different podcast. I don't know. But for you, where do you stand on the sort of the LED lights, especially when it comes to these iconic parks, right? I don't, I don't think Wrigley has them yet, right? They do not. <laughs> no, no. But but I wouldn't be. I mean, the Fenway Park has them now. So yeah. so where do you stand on? Is this a thing where like are we are we old people yelling at clouds? Not you're much younger than I am, but I'm just saying much much younger. But keep, I, keep, Rob, keep <laughs> Yes, yes, much younger. Absolutely much younger, but I'm just saying you're a baseball purist as well. As I young am. as you are, Courtney, you are a baseball purist. I'm an old soul. You're an old yeah. soul. But so are you in on these these lights, the LED lights? You know what I actually am? As old school as I am, it gives the ballpark a, a very cool experience. It makes you feel like you're seeing somebody important when they have that special intro. Um, I mean, I know for like Liam Hendricks, for instance, we do the LED lights with his great entrance music. It just gives a big game feel. It gives a bigger feel to someone coming in. Um, you're like, because I'll be honest, I didn't know who the Cardinals closer was as much as I'm up to date with baseball. And I'm like, oh, this is obviously their closer. Big production, really cool scene. Fans get into it. Yeah, I'm I'm very into it. I think. All right, great. you know you you put it so well just then. It makes you seem like someone's important. You're about being introduced to someone important. Correct. Correct. That's good. It, That's- it's the truth. It's the truth because they're not just doing that for anybody. You know, they're not doing it for you know the random guy that just came up. Yeah, I, I made me pay attention. I'm like, oh, this is obviously their closer. This is a this is a big time player. Sure enough, it was so. It just gives that little extra bonus, makes it feel a little bit more special. Can't go wrong. It's it's weird how and now it everything makes sense because when we met up in Arizona at that bar and the LED lights started flashing when you came in, I said someone important must be coming in right now. I mean, there, Rob, you just said it all. You just said it all. <laughs> it, they knew. They knew. They knew. <laughs> they knew. Courtney's coming in. Get out the Moscow mules and the LED lights. Let's go. Okay, <laughs> Here. All right. Well, hey, listen. So let's let's do your top five. Top five ballparks. Um, does spoiler alert, does Bush Stadium crack your top five? Oh, you know, I was thinking about that this morning. Um, I would say it's a top ten, maybe okay. a top seven, but it's not top five. Okay. All right, fair enough. Uh so give me give me your top five. All right. I'm gonna go number one with a bullet, San Francisco. I don't even know what it's called anymore. Is it called Oracle Oracle, Oracle Park? Yep. It, Okay, so it was AT&T when I went there. Um, you know, you, that's a park you just you can't go wrong. Um, you know, the Bay View's incredible. Um, it's just, it's it's perfection. You have to be there to experience it. Great concessions, very walkable. 
just a great stadium. Can't okay. go wrong. Now, and so I'm going to, as you mentioned these, I'm going to go off. This is just a random list, but it was what came up in the Google machine. Um sure. Uh, Sports Illustrated. So Sports Illustrated, because I went through it, I'm like, okay, this is representative. This isn't uh, trying to clickbaity thing. I can get behind a lot of these picks. So they have Oracle Park at number two. Again, okay. I get it. All right. So which yeah. which leads me to, I'm anxious to see what number two is for you now. So I went back and forth on this. Uh, my number two and my number three can sort of flip a little bit, but I'm going to give PNC and Pittsburgh the number two nod. Yeah. Again. They have number they're, they're no they're number one. That's so. There you go. You're on the same wavelength. There you there go. There you go. There's something about walking into that through that bridge into that stadium. Again, amazing center field view. Great that skyline. Um, and again, another classic. Great baseball crowd. Good baseball fans. Yeah. Again, great stadium. Uh, excellent. I mean, you painted the picture expertly. And by the way. I should know that I bought a Sports Illustrated for the first time in like 20 years the other day. I am impressed you're getting hard copies of things. That is impressive. <laughs> well, as as we've defined, I'm old and you're not. Um, but uh, but the only reason I did was because the book, A Damn Near Perfect Game, was highlighted in it. Oh, so, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I had to, you know, I, 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 hadn't, I honestly hadn't bought a Sports Illustrated in like 20 years. You know, and, it's... Yeah, yeah. It's it's so funny. That was one of my airport purchases always was the Sports Illustrated. Always. Okay. Do it. Always. Do it. Get get the Bryce Young cover next time okay. when you're at the airport, whenever this is. So get the Bryce Young cover, flip the page, whatever it is, and, and soak in the, the picture of Joe Kelly pouting. And, I will always soak in the picture of Joe Kelly pouting. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. Number three. Number three, got to give it to my friends in Colorado, Coors Field. Um, best sunsets in the league uh, over the mountains. Turns into that bright orange sky. Wonderful beer list um, in the concessions. Really, actually, shockingly solid baseball fans. You know, that team has been a mess for a while. But they come out and support. Um, great area around the ballpark. The Lodo area in, in Colorado, Denver is great. So that's my number three, Coors Field. All right, it's a good one, number seven by by SI, but but still okay. representative, and okay. and I remember that sun, and in October how brutal the sun was for the yeah. players. I mean, yeah. it was it's a great sunset, but holy mackerel! It'll give you the best sunset you've seen, but it'll blind the players <laughs> at the same time. Ah, you know yeah, I mean, listen. I mean, who 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 cares if your your cornea is burnt out of your skull? Um, okay. You're also 5,280 feet above sea level, so, you know, you'll see some home runs. Um, that's, that's good. Uh, and that also, does that, in, I'm not, uh, does that impact the, how little alcohol that you have to intake to? Is it, there? It certainly does, Rob. I can tell you a whole, we can do a whole other podcast Ooh. about altitude drinking if you want to. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it does. <laughs> By the way, that's not a, a not going to. That's not a maybe. That's an absolute. We're going to do an altitude drinking podcast. Altitude drinking podcast. It's very interesting. I guess uh, science, right? Science, science was exactly <laughs> all right. Uh, number four. I'm going to give it to an. I'm going to give it to an old school ballpark that consistently looks great. Again, great fan experience. Camden Yards in Baltimore. Yeah. All right. Good one. Good one. Camden yeah. Yards in Baltimore. Gorgeous. Great park. Yeah, it, it is. And that one held all these new ballparks and no disrespect to guaranteed rate field. 
mm-hmm. but disrespect the guaranteed rate field. And uh, uh, you know, like the Comerica Park and and Cleveland, they all like sort of spawn from Canman Yards. Absolutely. Of we're gonna we're gonna really revitalize the city or that area and sad trombone but camden you know and i know baltimore's in a bad place now but still you know you know i weirdly like the city of baltimore i was oh i do i that inner harbor area is really nice again by the ballpark i think i think the city of baltimore gets a bad rap as a lot of cities do i think it has its charm like a lot of cities do i like the city of baltimore so oriole fans support you we're definitely we're definitely going to do a Best bars outside ballparks mm, podcast no uh, because Baltimore. So there's in Baltimore, there's a place right across the street, Pickles. But the place that we all go to is a place called James Joyce, which is a little bit further down the Inner Harbor. Anyway, I dig. It. I'll save it for the uh, the other podcast. All right, n- number five. What do you got? Number five, Dodger Stadium. Again, mm. nothing like it. Nothing like Dodger Stadium. Incredible. I agree. And by the way, I should mention that SI had Camden Yards at eight, okay. and they have Dodger Stadium way down the list, which I immediately jumped out at me like this is wrong. Uh, Fifteen. That's wrong. Fifteen. No. Oh, that's Dodger wrong. Stadium is I love Dodger Stadium. Oh, it's iconic. It's iconic. I mean, it, again, views incredible. Um, you know, I often wonder if these lists are made because of what is around the ballpark, what you can do before. Yeah, there's that. nothing. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's, that's the only thing I would say about Dodger Stadium. But Dodger Stadium, you don't need things to do before and after. I mean, it's Dodger Stadium. It's a classic. Yeah. So what I love about Dodger Stadium is that is how bizarre it is where you walk in and the stadium's below you. It's in. I was just gonna call that out. It is so unique in that way. I was so confused when I first went to Dodger Stadium. I'm like, where is this park? I mean, I walked up a hill to get here, and I'm like, what is going on? It's true though. There is, you know, if you were gonna go, there is nothing around there. You know, there's nothing. nothing. I mean, you is it's so, but but that's not what we're really judging it on. And and no. and so I I. I see all sides of it, but so I'm going to give you their list real quick. All right. Uh, they have PNC park. Number one, Oracle park. Number two, Fenway. Number three. Okay. Um, um, yeah. So Petco, which you haven't been to number four, uh, Wrigley number five. Now oh, the thing that's striking about Wrigley is not only the fact that, that, you know, that you live very close there, but it, it is what, what is Remark- comparing it to Fenway, there is so much more to do outside the park than Fenway. There just there, is. There definitely is. You know, yeah. they've completely modeled that area too. You know, they made that whole plaza. And I got to say, again, true Southsider, as we all know, even though I do live by Wrigley Field, which is always weird to say, they did do a nice job with their remodeling. Um, I will say I was there. I was at Cubs opening day. I will say that the concessions area is still very dank and congested. It it just is. Um, but they overall did a nice job with the remodel. I will give them that. It is still compared to Fenway, obviously old park, but yeah. Wrigley is still an old park. I mean, there's it, everything about it is old, 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 is, old, 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 old. It is old. Yeah. Uh, all right. Last thing, Courtney. Worst stadium that you've been to. Oh, wow. You know, I never want, I mean, it's baseball, right? There's no such thing as a worse stadium, right, Rob? No, no, I, I, there is such thing as a worse stadium. I'm absolutely going to tell you which. 
<laughs> the worst stadium. Hear yours. I can't wait to hear yours. Oh, oh you first. All right. I'm going to give it, and again, nothing against this. It's a good fan base. I like, I like you personally. <laughs> I like you guys personally. You guys are a good, you know, old school franchise. I do not like the Reds ballpark. It's okay. Cincinnati. Yeah, it's nothing. It, There's nothing to it. It's too mallish. You know, it's too, um, I, I can't even describe it. It's, it's just too sterile. I also, and I hate to do this because I have a very big soft spot for Detroit, but what they what they went from at Old Tiger Stadium, which was an absolute a- epic classic old ballpark, to go to Comerica, not a big Comerica Park fan. I hate to say it. No, it's it. I think it's just I would take Comerica Park over Great American Ballpark, and but it's it's just not, and especially considering it's fairly new. That's the thing that stinks. Like you have this chance. And boy, you, I mean, that's a whole nother topic of, of the newish ballparks, which ones miss the most. Yeah. I mean, oh, Cincinnati, I think, right? Cincinnati, Detroit's there. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Washington, we talked about Washington. That kind of has a very sterile, no character feel to it. So does my, I hate Miami kind of does. We talked about this. Miami does too, a little bit kind of Well, Miami just built a spaceship in the middle of. Uh, we're you know like a neighborhood like i i went to the outside the wbc game the puerto rico dominican just to walk around i said hey is there are there any sports bars around here and they're like no no (laughs) good luck no okay (laughs) and they got rid of that weird thing in center oh yeah the h&r puffin stuff statue yeah Yeah. absolutely who does that i mean that was like an actual unique cool thing it's the only thing i'm gonna give you mine um it is Oakland, not even close. Oakland is, is, is and especially now, it's going to be so depressing for the next couple of years. I actually, and, I, and listen, I'm a you know Denver Bronco fan. I don't give a, two craps about Oakland fans, but I feel bad for Oakland fans. Oh, yeah. It, it is such, it, I, I compare that stadium, even before they announced they're moving, to like the, C, the CVS where um, you know they're going out of business, and they're just like they're just running out. They're just they're not restocking the shelves. That's correct. That's actually a very good way to put it. That's there, exactly what going we on. did. We did a broadcast there last year, and the window of the broadcast booth couldn't open and couldn't close. In other words, it was halfway, <laughs> and we couldn't move it. So you had this. It was worse than not being open or closed. Anyway, so yeah. There has been a possum living in the visiting broadcasting booth for like two seasons. I know. It's, it's the best thing about the park. That and the and food trucks. He's their most loyal fan. I got to give it to him. <laughs> Keep him. Keep him there. He's the most loyal fan. I know. I know. Well, I listen, I know you got things to do. A lot of great things coming up for you, uh, Courtney. Um, so your bread has never been hotter. Good job. Listen, it's always a pleasure, Rob. I love the platform. Baseball is never boring. We know Ooh, that. That reminds me. Yes. White Sox colored t-shirts on the site now. What? You didn't <laughs> yeah. tell me. Oh, I didn't tell you that. Oh, I tweeted out. Uh, I will make sure that uh, the first one gets to you. And um, But yeah, so everyone go to app EB isn't boring. And you can find the link to the Swing Juice page. We have... Team specific colored t shirts. Obviously, we have the red and the white, which Phillies, Red Sox, whatever. Um, Reds. And but we have now we have black and white, which White Sox and Yankees. Yeah. Uh, we have um the Orioles colors, 
Ooh, I like yeah. that. Yeah, Orioles colors. And we have the Padres colors, which isn't necessarily Ooh. great colors. But I kept running into Xander Bogarts, and I'm like, he could not wear around a red and white shirt anymore. No, we, no, no, we no. So this this was basically made. We made this line for Xander. So anyway, White Sox baseballs and boring T-shirts, just in time for them to get red hot. Red hots, come on! We're, we have a <laughs> going, Rob. Three in a row, come on! It's I'm incredible. telling you what, Joe Kelly had a baby, and the White Sox are winning. So there you go. Congrats to Joe Kelly. Congrats to the Kelly family. We love to, it. Yeah, Kai Kelly. We should say that. Kai uh, Kelly. Kai, do you know any other Kais? K A I. I know a K A J. Believe it or not, and it's pronounced the same way. Boy or girl? Boy. Okay. Yeah. Kai is a boy. So yep. yeah. I like unique names. There you go. So do I. So do I. Kai, All right, cool. I like yeah, I yeah, yeah. Listen, strikes out the side. Has a has a has a baby. Boom, boom. What a couple boom. days. Man, he's the man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.